So that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. <laughs> Not a lot of um I still have a lot of things going through my head right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I definitely can agree with that. All right, so pull the mic closer to you a little bit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, there you go. I can't put this thing closer to without it trying to deep throat me. Well, yeah, you'll figure it out. Or trying to get me to deep throat it. Yeah, well, the mic's like, they like feeling good. <coughs> okay, so. Mark's mic definitely got some. <laughs> hey, pull yours closer too. You, you got to spin it. Yeah, there you go. All right. So before we get started on this, there's something I like to bring up. Uh-huh. It's that time of year again for the Anime Awards. The Anime Awards. Help by Crunchyroll. Sponsored by Heat Tap. All right. <laughs> I kind of want to go over the, the uh, categories and see what you guys think. Okay. Well, first, before we, you know, really jump into it. But like I said, before before we get into it, I, would, I brought this up. Well, yeah, yeah, but before we get into that, today we have, it's me, Josh, as always, and it's you, Frank, right? And we also have, hopefully, a third member. Wouldn't be fourth? Consistent. Well, I should say a consistent other member to be on the anime podcast with Ruben. Who you may know as the the Don Juan Rubidon, who was on the <laughs> Team Killing Glitch Tarts podcast. Say hi, Ruben. Hey, hello. How's everyone doing? All right, that was rhetorical, but <laughs> I hope you didn't answer. Well, maybe I hope you did answer because then that means you're kind of, you're our kind of people. But anyways, Frank, go ahead. You were you're talking about the Anime Awards. As hoping, <clears throat> until I was rudely interrupted to go over the categories and see what everybody thought. Yeah, we can still do that, even though you know we had to tell everybody who the fuck we were. Why? So that they know who Ruben is. Why? I mean, that's a good point, I guess. He is insignificant. True. It is insignificant next to the power of the Ruben. Essentially, some of these are like... Um, the categories, you mean? Yeah, these categories, some of them are redundant. Yeah? Okay, like what? So, the main one, obviously, is Anime of the Year. <clears throat> okay, that's, you know... And then the thought. next big one is the... Best continuing series, which is so the best series that had a second season or that still had a seat or got a new season this year. But literally all the categories for anime of the year are the same ones. So it's okay. So then this would probably be like what the number two anime would be, right? That's what I'm that's the way I'm playing it. Okay. All right. And then best new series. Is there any best new series that are in the anime of the year category? Uh, Let's see. Uh, One is. Yeah. Okay. What did, what are they? What are the nominees I'll, I'll for best? To, oh, okay, all right. He'll get to that, Ruben. But like over here, like okay, best anime song. Okay. Followed by best opening sequence. Wait, 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 though. But okay, that is a little different because it is a the opening different. sequence it is a little different, but it's, all, it's still <clears throat> well, kind of redundant. Okay, so then let me ask you this: Are the same songs 
for anime okay. song. Best and, anime song. Okay. Best score. But see, okay, that's different though because you can have the best song, but the rest of the score be shitty. Or there could be a an anime best main character, okay. best supporting character, must protect at all cost character. <laughs> well, that's just that's okay. So that's the must protect at all cost character is not necessarily your main character or supporting character. But you can see what I'm saying. Where some of these are kind of redundant. They are, especially if they have the same people or the same things getting nominated in multiple of those categories. Then it is fucking redundant. Mm-hmm. So. Let's go with best voice acting performance performance English. Okay. Really? Abby Trout, who played Nezuko. Okay. Who has like five lines in the entire series. Well, you know, they're five impactful lines. Uh okay, yeah. Austin Tyndall, he plays uh, Million Knives from Trigon. Okay. The new Stampede one. Uh yeah. Of course, Johnny Young Boss for Ichigo. Yeah, all right. That's enough. That's going to win. Uh, Lexi Nieto, she was from, um, she plays Tomo from Tomo Chan is a Girl. Okay. It's a, it's a slice of life kind of anime, but honestly, the, the best part of that show is the Abridge series that was made from it. <laughs> so <laughs> nothing to do with the official release, really. Uh, yeah, Marcella Duran, she played the um, uh, Sangren uh, Yadra Asaman in Hell's Paradise. Okay. And of course, Ryan Colt, Ryan Colt Levy, who played Denji in Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay, that was a, that was a good performance, man. That's so. Out of these, my vote would be for Johnny Young Bosch. Yeah, and voted. Oh, so we're voting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Consider this the official anime syndicate voting tabulation currently. I guess this was only for me, but best voice performance Japanese. Oh, yeah, I have no opinion on this at all. Did you watch anything in Japanese, Ruben? Um, yeah, I mostly just yeah Japanese dubs, like subtitles. Yeah. Uh, that's funny. So, is that what you mostly watch stuff in? Is is Japanese, or do you mostly watch it in English? Would you well, say? Well, we gotta it, remember, it, it, like, it depends on what sounds better, because like, or like, depending how which. Also, the fact like. that we don't want to wait four weeks for the next episode to drop. Oh, see, that's where that's where I have an advantage because I uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to read while I'm watching anime. You watch Garden Hand. Okay, Frank. First of all, there are exceptions to the rule. Where that was only in English, or I mean Japanese, and that was it. Didn't have a choice. Anyway. So for this, I'm going to have to give my vote to, uh, uh, I can't pronounce her name, but she played Anya Forager in Spy Family. We're going to love that show. Yeah, that was that was a good show. Uh, yeah, let's go with best anime song. <clears throat> None of them are ones I like. Damn, really? No. <laughs> well, what's the best one on the list? Kickback. From what? Chainsaw Man. I mean, yeah. What are the other choices? You want to know? These are. The only other one you would know is work from Hell's Paradise, but that's in the later season. Oh, that was in the yeah, later season. Didn't you didn't finish it. Didn't finish it. And then the Juju Kaisen, but if there's one song from Juju Kaisen I like, and it ain't this one. Oh, okay. So I guess I'll go with Kickback. All right. Kickback it is. Chainsaw Man. Getting another vote. Um, best score then. I'm going to have to give it to fucking Demon Slayer. 
Demon Slayer. Is it a Demon Slayer, Chainsaw Man, or Attack on Titan? I don't know, man. Attack on Titan had a pretty good score. Have you seen the last one? I haven't seen the latest season, but that's only the what you're getting. You, the last episode? Wasn't that's, that's, that's oh. the last season. That was it. It's over. Mm, it's finally done and over with. I don't know. Then probably not. But, I mean, overall, the score of the show was good, so I would imagine that this, the last season would have a great score. I would give it to you. I'm going to give it to uh, that. To what? Attack uh, on Titan? Slayer. No, Demon Slayer? Yeah, all right. Let's see what else is a good one. Oh, right, let's do uh, opening sequence. Because I think Josh knows which one is in my head. Really? It didn't make it? What were you thinking in your head? You are my special. Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm going to go with uh, Kickback again. So it was Chainsaw <laughs> Man. What were the other nominees? Uh, you wouldn't know. Except, mate, well, no, he didn't watch it. Well, what were they for the people who are listening? Idol from... Uh, Oshi no Ko. So it's not just the sequence, it's the song is what they're referencing. Yeah. No, it's, it's the actual, this is the song, but the sequence that goes with that song. Oh, so they're just saying what the song is. Yeah. They should just say the anime opening sequence or whatever. But you know, it's people know it by the song as I well. I guess. Because there's sometimes different openings. Well, what are the anime? Let's just, just read me off the anime. Heavenly Delusion, okay. Chainsaw Man, Zom 100, Hell's Paradise, and Jujutsu Kaisen. All right, I have a feeling that those are going to be the majority of the, the things on the list. The list to come. Hey, what? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. So, because where our blue is was for the first half of season two. Okay. The second half was the special Z one. Ah. All right, so I guess I'm going to go Chainsaw Man. Even though I did like um, Zom 100's intro. Hmm. So, okay, I'm curious. Must protect at all costs character. <laughs> you got me good with two of them. Well, what are they? Read off, the, read off the fucking. Well, the first one that got me and it's on top of the list is Anya Forger. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Spy Family, as we. As we uh, I don't know who this is. I don't know who that is either. I don't know who that is. But this is the other one that got me. Pochita. Oh, man. man. Oh. I'm Pochita, man. I'm going with Anya. She's still alive. Oh, man. That's so sad. Thanks for bringing that up. All right. Best supporting character. Best supporting characters. Characters. Wow. Fucking. Jujutsu Kaisu got two of them. Oh, yeah. What are they? Uh, Satoru Gojo and Sugar Ghetto. Gojo would be the best one out of those two. Uh, I'm going to go with Reagan. He's from Mob Psycho 100. <clears throat> oh, okay. Have you ever seen One Punch Man? It's the same guy who made it up. Mm. Best main character. Denji. Aaron Yeager. I don't know who that is. Monkey D. Luffy. What the Monkey D. Luffy? Mob and Thorfinn. Oh, man. I had to, I unfortunately I have to go with the big three. So you're gonna go with Monkey D. Luffy? Yep. Yeah, I was thinking the same. Just because of his staying power or what? Because yeah. he's been around the block for a while? Yeah, he's he's the last surviving member of the big three. I mean, I guess that's true. Wasn't Naruto still technically around? No, he's dead. He's technically dead now. Oh. 
Wow. Or put away in a forever sleep. I don't know how to fucking end my series anymore. Well, Ichigo's still alive. So the series ended. No, not yet. Yeah, but it hasn't ended yet. But the manga ended. Okay, but we're not talking about manga. We're talking about anime. Yeah, but that's what the anime is based. You're saying Bleach is going to outlive. The Bleach anime will outlive One Piece, even though the manga hasn't ended for One Piece. Well, he said he's ending it this year. That's what I'm saying. So, like... Okay. Depending on, Ep- I don't know, it depends. Well, the anime is on episode 1000 and the manga is on episode 14 million. <laughs> 14 million 14. to the square, pow- square power. It's it's on <laughs> it's on Tank and Topa Gurren Lagan episode, all right? They're literally in space fighting with fucking galaxies as shooting or uh, throwing stars. Mm, let's go with best animation. Where is it? Nope. Not on here anymore. <clears throat> Whatever, we'll go to the big three now. Best okay. new series. Dogo Kobo, Cloverfort, oh sorry, Bochi the Rock, Chainsaw Man, Heavy Delusion, Hell's Paradise, Zom 100. I'm going to go with Chainsaw Man on that one. Yeah, I think I can agree with that. Yeah, it was either that one or Hell's Paradise for me. Yeah, man, I got to finish Hell's Paradise, man. It was, it was, it was so good. Yes, it's, it's so good. I mean, I did finish Chainsaw Man, though, so for sure. Best continuation series. Now, this is the one we're agreeing is going to be second place. Right, yeah, this will be the number so two. So, let's go with First place first in anime of the year. Uh, Dogo Kobo again. Bochi the Rock again. Chainsaw Man. Demon Slayer. Jujutsu Kaisen season two. And Villain Saga season two. And I'm going to go with Jujutsu Kaisen. Oh, I think Chainsaw Man was better. You haven't seen Jujutsu Kaisen. I've seen some Jujutsu Kaisen, but you I still feel like. Season one. Yeah, but I still feel like Chainsaw Man's better. Season one was better. Season than- two just. Season one of Jujutsu Kaisen, maybe, but season two of Jujutsu Kaisen, it's just, it's a fucking beast of its own. It's got like, it's got like three arcs in it, uh-huh. and it's weird. It's weird. Like, the first arc is a prequel, uh-huh. so it's like four or five episodes. It's just them when they're younger. Mm. The second part is them getting ready for this shit, and the third part is the fucking travesty that is the Shibuya arc. <laughs> so now nah, I'm giving it to Jujutsu Kaisen. So for second place, we got Attack on Titan, Demon Slayer, Jujutsu Kaisen again, One Piece, Spy Family, and Villain Saga. It's probably going to go to fucking One Piece. I'm thinking it's going to go to One Piece. Yeah. It's It has to, especially because they got that fucking, that Netflix series, like people are all about it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're going to fucking, that's going to win. All right. Best movie. Best movie? Are there any good ones on there? There's a couple, but not. This wasn't a year for anime movies. Yeah, I didn't remember there being a lot, anyways. But all right, so what do you got? What do you got? Black Clover, Sword of the Wizard King. Okay. Blue Gant was just okay. Kaguya Sama Love is War, the first kiss that never ends. Never heard of it. It's a it's a slice of life anime. Oh, okay. With comp with huge comedy undertone. Mm. And overtones. Mm, I might and be interesting. Tones. I'd probably watch that. And middle tones. All the tones are just comedy. With the with the, with the hints of romance. Oh, with a slight, a slight hint, slice of life, all tonal comedy, slight hint of romance. I'm about to watch oh, that. Oh wait, one. no, there was one good movie. What? Suzume. Suzume. Really fucking good movie. Actually, yeah, I'm gonna vote for that. Suzume. Did you see it, Ruben? I. No. I have not seen it either. The only other one I would have gone for would have been the Psychopath movie, but. It came out too late. Mm. Psychopaths ended like 10 years ago. 
Damn, they put out a. Well, no, I, I was being, I'm being facetious. Yeah, yeah. It ended like 15 years ago. <laughs> it ended uh, 18 and a half years ago. It ended 20, 23 years ago prior to Ruben's birth. This is, oh my God, this is like, it's nominated for so many things <laughs> I still haven't watched it. What is it? Fucking the new mobile suit. The Witch from Mercury. Oh, shit, man. I do want to watch that. It's nominated for like so many things right now, too. What's it on? Is it on Netflix or is it on uh, Crunchyroll? Crunchyroll. Hmm. All right, dude. So that was just a little taste. There's still a lot yeah, more yeah. categories, but I think I'm going to make a whole episode about it next week. Oh, sweet. All right. I just want to get your guys' opinions on the big ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so I guess for th- to the meat and bones of the situation. To the meat and bones. So, you know. Oh, good. You want me to do it? You want me to say? Okay. So, I mean, we just we just watched. We just came back from watching the second Gurren Lagann movie, The Lights in the Sky are Stars. Or, Lights log, in or the log on hen. Yeah, or log on hen. So. But before we get to that. Yeah. We last week talked about the movie, but we ended up mostly just talking about this one. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to talk about this show and not talk about the because the be, literally everything comes to the head in the end and it's literally the best part of the show. Yeah. But before we go there, Ruben, what was your thought on the first movie? Log on, Elgar and Hen, or Childhood's End? I'd say I really enjoyed it because I wasn't, even though I never got to see the the entire series it really brought it together easy and some of them in a really um fun interesting and very exciting way mm. and the animation quality was really good too especially near the end yeah yeah no they did a hell of a job on it what would you what kind of a rating would you give it on a on a one to ten ratio or i mean i guess as we like to call it here at you know, at generally in game rage is uh, sports entertained out of sports, uh, <laughs> a number out of sports entertained. <laughs> what would you, what would you rate it? I've been here since day one. I've never heard that term. Before. That's not true. <laughs> we say it all the time on everything. Maybe you guys do, but I've never heard. No, that. I say it all the time. We say it all the time. Okay. Well, whatever. Anyways, what would you, what would you rate it? I have been gone for a month and a half. So whoa. I mean, that's oh. true. Like six weeks, six, eight, six, seven weeks ish. Two months. Yeah. Roughly two months. All right. But anyways, two years, 18 days. All right. So what would you rate it, Ruben? I would rate this eight out of an eight eight point five. Really good. Okay. All right, Ruby disowned. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the uh, suicide booth has just been installed, so you can go ahead and step right in and take care of that. Well, you, you forgot to take off the tape. It's forceful suicide booth. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. The Hillary Clinton special. <laughs> Wonder if I'll meet Bender over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's actually in there. He greets you when you come in the thing. Come on. All right. Go ahead. So anyways. So. Any notes or things you want to say about the first movie? Um, nothing really much. Yeah. Like I said, everything was good. The only, I guess, downside is that since I never seen the actual show, it never really hit me or connected to me. So that, so that's why I never got any higher with the rating. Cause, yeah. Because I can, like, unlike you guys, I didn't grow up with the show. So. Right. Right. Well, tell me. That's the interesting thing with it for <coughs> for us. We didn't grow up with it. It was literally our gateway into adulthood. Oh, yeah. Because we went from teenager to adults with this show. Oh, okay. It's not like how, like, for me, watching Dragon Ball Z, where I got to relate to Gohan growing up with him. 
And it's not like how George Lucas planned, even though it failed miserably, how he planned the, the kids to grow up with Jar Jar Binks. Yeah. But yeah, that was interesting for us. It was our gateway drug into adulthood that ruined us. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> it brought us into the cold, hard reality of life and made it a little bit easier. <laughs> <laughs> but okay, so now that we've kind of got that take on it, now we go to the second movie and we see, you know, As we said last episode, they did kind of basically just downplay the whole Lord Genome battle, which was a major. It was was a major major battle battle in the first first first, half. Yeah, it was the it was the I guess you could say the first half of the the series. That was like the season finale episode of the first half of the 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 show, right? Um, or what is it? What was it when they call it? Like the mid-season break or yeah, whatever. The, literally, that episode after it was a recap episode. Yeah, that was that was the main event. That was your like, oh shit! That was your mid mid-show boss battle, basically. And it was fucking intense. It was long. It was epic. It was almost an afterthought in the movie, which is really my biggest complaint. Yeah, that's really the only complaint I it's, have about it. Yeah, it's, don't get me wrong. The ending for the first movie when he fighting the generals all at once was great. Yeah. But I don't know. They should find a way to kept Teplin as his own fucking thing because what was it? I mean, the whole because throughout the whole series, uh, Lord Genome was like making commentary about the progress Team Gurren was making. Yeah, and especially when they got to Teplin <clears throat> and he was talking with that armadillo thing. He even talked about. Oh, I remember there used to be an old proverb or something where God created heaven on the on the first day. God created this. And on the seventh day, he created man. Well, in this instance, on the seventh day, I shall destroy I shall destroy man. Yeah. And then literally, you know, when he kills when he kills Lord Genome and he gives him that warning, he falls to the ground. Fucking the theme song starts playing again. It's yeah. all celebration and like everyone's oh yeah like you know all that, and then it just zooms down. You just see Teplin like this, like the hand of God, the hand, the hand of man reaching out, and it just says the seventh day. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, see that's fucking great. And then fucking none, none of that, none of that in this. And then you remember, you remember in the show how they had the they had the the population counter. Yeah, they didn't have that in the movie because they had a rush. Because that was a big point. Because the main thing that happened because. Um, they didn't even show it because they showed that uh, Vera was fighting against the um, the kids when they grew up. Mm-hmm. They showed him fighting, but they don't explain why. In the actual series, he was defending humans that were so tra- that were living on the ground. Rossiu, the little piece of shit, was um, forcing those people to come up to the surface because he was so scared about that warning that he wanted to make sure they had a perfect count of all the humans on Earth. So he was forcing humans to come back to the surface and he was protecting them. Mm. Then we find out that by him doing that, he accelerated the fucking thing because yeah. he brought him to the surface so the fucking the counter were able to count him. Yeah. So if they would have stayed on the ground, they wouldn't have been counted to counted to the count. But yeah. And then so yeah, that was a big whole thing. And like they I think they realized they made a mistake with how they treat how they portrayed Rossi. Yeah. Because 
he's a fucking horrible piece of shit. And I'm never going to forgive him. And even in the movie, they try to downplay. Yeah. He wasn't that bad, guys. Oh, no, he wasn't that bad, you know? <laughs> like, I mean, when he when he was... Well, I guess we'll get to it later in a minute. But um, And also, I think in the show, they the one millionth kid that was, was born was, was um, Dayaka's kid, kid, right? Yeah. 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 So, like, that, they, they didn't, like, portray that at all, which was kind of... Again, know. like that was the that was also the my main gripe with the first movie was not, I won't even say gripe I because I understand why but yeah the pacing is really off because you're you're jam packing what fifteen episodes into a movie right yeah basically into, you're you're jam packing what fifteen twenty six or twenty four minute episodes into it's what ninety minutes basically yeah so I get it it's hard it's difficult but. Not only, think, that, not only that, they had to erase some of that shit. That's true, they did. Because they, they created original animation, too. Yeah, that's true. How And as far as this one is concerned, they recreated, they rewrote the ending. Yeah, that's true. They basically so, did, yeah. yeah. But anyway, continue. Oh, anyway, so yeah, so, yeah, so, the, so then the, uh, the, it was still meaningful, and I'd I like your take on this, right? Okay, so in the show, for us, when Nia becomes an anti-spiral, right? When she turns into the, the anti-spiral messenger, whatever the fuck they call it, that moment was so fucking sad because it was like Simone finally got to have his peace. Mm-hmm. He finally... He, he lived up to what he was trying to be for his bro, and he made communist city and he made the world a better place. And then he finally gets to start. Hey, maybe we can have, maybe we can relax now. Maybe we can chill. And I think that it was, it was obviously more impactful for the show. And obviously because of pacing and timing, they can't really show you that here, but they did a good job of capturing that for me to still feel that same emotion of, oh man, this fool just can't get, he just can't catch a break, Simone. He just, he just can't have his fucking cake and eat it too, man. There's just no way he gets to, he just has to be in a constant state of fucking one problem after another. And how did you take that in the movie? Since you, you know, you didn't get to see the whole, it wasn't as long of a lead up. Like it was in the show, you know, we watched it for, maybe what two hours in the show Mm -hmm. of just them leading up to that point, like them living their lives, building the cities, having the meetings, doing all this shit. And it was truncated until probably what six minutes into the, in in the movie of of them doing all that stuff. And then finally the conversation of them, uh, you know, he asked her to marry her and then, you know, she says no. And then they go like, well, what the fuck? And then, you know, and then she's like, Oh, because she doesn't understand. So how did that feel for you? Um, but kind of, but, but to me, like what you were saying earlier, because yeah, because even though I see the show, I understand he went through like a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, because you know, all the, the trauma he probably went through, seeing all his brother dying, and then yeah, yeah, people, um, going through that entire battle on the Templin, what was it called, right? Yeah, yeah, the Templin, yeah, yeah, because all that work just to just have it just rest and then. Split second right before you can do it, just yeah, just take it away. I just fucking, I just feel bad for him, man. Like, just because, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it sucks, right? It's just, it's a shitty situation. And now she is, she's not only, it's not like 
the princess has been captured by the enemy. No, she has become the actual enemy and she was the enemy all along. It wasn't, it was, it was there. It was hidden in plain sight that she was always on their team from birth. She was already an anti-spiral, but there's still a piece of her in there. And so then obviously the moon turns into fucking this giant, you know, the moon's going to crash into earth and you know, all this shit's going to go down. It was kind of weird that they just brought deep, uh, sorry, deep space, the 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 mech that's in the moon. Yeah, he already came out as the moon, right? And in the show, he came out the when the moon was revealed to be that he, it was it was in ship form. We don't see that transformation until way later. <coughs> yeah, when they're already going to fight the anti spirals or whatever. But they did do it in the sense that yeah, it it was transformed already, but it looked different. Yeah. And then once it once they reverted back to normal ship mode and then transform again, then it turned into the deep space girl logon that we knew. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was different in the sense of that it looked different. So I guess I can give it credit for that, but I don't know. I kind of like. Okay, that was. This shows. I did not like the way they did the music. They did it. Uh-huh. The place they chose for all the musics was just not good. Like, Keaton Sacrifice. Yeah. In the show, the whole thing leading up to, to him sacrificing himself, to them transforming and launching their first attack on the Anti-Spirals, was all being, was the first time they played Liber Me From Hell, which yeah. was the opera singer and then the guy rapping. Uh, roll, 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 fight, fight the, the power. power. Yeah, like in yeah. the background. Yeah. Uh, that was the first time they played it in the show. And then fucking great. From the point of his death, like as he's going in there doing this thing, you just hear the the opera song just slowly coming into fruition because this is the anti spirals winning. And then as Simon takes that energy and transform, that's when the row row fight the power because that song is supposed to is supposed to be the opera part is supposed to be the anti spirals, and the rap part is supposed to be Team Gurren, and so that's why like. It'll play one part, then one part, then one part, then one part. And then towards the actual end of the song, both parts are playing at the same time. So in the song, the two sides are fighting in the song. And I don't know, just they played it for like two seconds while Keaton sacrificed himself. And it just went back to nothing. And then they used that song like 12 times in that in this movie. Yeah, they did. They did. I I feel like they did overuse it a little bit. And the only thing they did right was it didn't play the intro until the the same spot in the, in the show where uh, where they're fighting the anti-spirals and they can see it from Earth and it's like, this is bad. But this won't stop them. And then yeah. and that's when they played the theme song in the show. And like, and then in the movie, this is the only time they played it. So yeah, I, that was the only one they did right. And then uh, during that fight when all of them became their own individual Ting and Topaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they started playing that remix of the song. Yeah. I no. I was like, yeah, no. I mean, I see where they were going with it, but I just yeah, you're right. I I didn't. It was it was all right. It wasn't. And maybe this is the okay boomers, but you know, I, I we like what we like. Mm-hmm. And this movie obviously has a very special place in our in our hearts. And 
when they when they do shit not to our expectation, it it fucking makes us you know go whatever. This this was not that great, but it doesn't take away anything from the whole experience of of watching the movie. Though I think I think it's not enough to make it bad. It's still this was still excellent movie. That's a, that was the one thing I had to say. Like, like if given a rating, Grand Laga on the actual TV show or the animated series, yeah, ten out of ten, absolutely, hundred percent for me. Log Gurren Hen or Childhood Zen? Yeah. Nine out of ten. Yeah. This is back when I watched the Japanese talking about back then. Right, yeah. The lights in or uh, log on hen or lights in the skies are stars was probably like nine point five out of ten for me. Yeah. Now coming to the English dub, I would probably give the English dub of the first one the same rating as nine. Yeah. But this one, like Honestly, like a soft eight. Yeah. Like I was actually kind of disappointed. Disappointed. Not disappointed because I enjoyed it. It just wasn't as good as the Japanese one. Yeah. I don't know. Something felt. I think they changed too much in the way they did the music because the music was not this. The the way they did the music in this one was not the same. It did not hit the same way. No. Yeah. No, it didn't. And I think. That was part of the Japanese. And the speeches didn't feel right either. No, they didn't. They just didn't. I don't know, man. Kitan's speech, I, I felt like it hit way harder in the Japanese version. It hit hard. But here's the weird part. It was great in the series. Yeah, in English. Yeah. And maybe that's the thing. Maybe it's maybe it's truncating the English version of it is not as easy as truncating the Japanese version of it, maybe. Because well, that makes sense because in the Japanese version, like, sure, they're saying shit, and we have to we have to just accept that the words that they're that the translation yeah is correct and it's it's and just maybe reading it, but hearing the amazing acting from the Japanese actors is like oh that's cool, but then the English actors having to try to because they're not they're not they're not being able to say it with their normal cadence they have to try to match the cadence of the lip sync right. And that's probably where it gets thrown off. In the series, it's probably easier to cover that up because the cadence is a little bit slower. And like the, like Simon's final speech, they changed it. Like, Oh, yeah. They cut it off at weird pause and like... Seriously, like you can... If you ever get a chance, just watch the... Uh, watch his speeches in English from the actual show. Um, That final speech, like... Like... Uh, there's this YouTuber. He does. Um, if you donate money to him, he'll, he'll make like short videos for you. Uh-huh. And he did one on like uh, who gave better speeches, Optimus Prime or Simon. Mm-hmm. And he says, Optimus Prime, he gives you your speeches. Like you'll have you stand up in the theater ready to go fight a Decepticon or two. But you're not going to remember. He, he don't remember any of his speeches. Yeah. He knew they hit. Yeah. He just don't remember them. Like you couldn't quote them. But fucking going long on Simon, 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 way I can fucking quote all his fucking speeches. You know what you could quote from fucking Transformers? Uh, you can quote. I thought you were made from sterner stuff. Well, no, 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 no. I'm not even talking. I'm talking about just the movies, right? Like, let's just the movies, not the animated movie, but just the movies where he goes at the end. It's it's always calling all Autobots. Right. And then. I hope this message find or whatever. And then, and this then a Lincoln park song. <laughs> yeah. That's what you remember. You, like, were, you, ever, you ever seen those meme, the meme templates of, um, where they take movies and stuff like, 
oh, if Star, if Obi Wan Kenobi would have, if Obi Wan Kenobi was made in the nineties, yeah, and it's just them, it's just that song, Linkin Park song, yeah, that would have, what I've done. done, yeah, because that, oh. that was the last, uh, the end of the, the ending song for fucking uh, the, the first, first Transformers, Transformers movie, and then all the rest of them. That, well, Park. at least that the ones the that Shia LaBeouf was one, in. Yeah. It was the first, second, and third one. They all had Lincoln. Lincoln Park made like, well, they did the song. Well, they one of their songs from their album was, was in was the like yeah. the theme song for the movie, basically. Yeah. And so, yeah, I just that. So that's what you always remember is you always remember the fucking the Lincoln Park theme song, and then I am Optimus Prime. Ah, this yeah. message goes out to all Autobots. Every every movie. Calling all Autobots. I mean, I can't do a very good Optimus Prime right now, but yeah, it's 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 always that, and then it's. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah, so. But you're right. Simone's speeches. That's just Simone's. All the all the speeches, speeches are like, fucking. That was great. the one that was disappointing me. Like the tempo of that music was ruining the speech. Like when Tang and Topa Gurren Lagann formed in the original series, fucking. Liberal me from again. This was the second time they played Liberal me from hell. Yeah, and fucking everything was on. The pacing was perfect. Everybody got their little moment to say their speech. They had that that scene where you know it was his goggles and everybody was in that separate section of the goggles. Yeah, yeah, that was fucking great. I even liked the movie where they changed the goggles to half of it was Nia and the other half was Simone instead of just all being Simone. Yeah, but. The music, it was like the speech was still paced out for Liberate Me From Hell. Right. But the music was that weird remix. Yeah, version of it or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that was in the Japanese version. I'm not. I don't remember because it's been so long since we've seen it. But it worked. But again, they probably they probably paced their speeches out towards that new song if it was. Well, and then also you got to realize, too, like the licensing of the music in the American version, in the English dub, is probably they had well, to pay. Well, Trigger is the one that did this, and, they, I'm own saying, well, and they own everything. Well, they own it, but they still got to pay the licensing. So if the licensing deal, no, the, uh, from what I understand, Gynex owned that song. They own Liberate Me from Hell. They paid oh, to make it, and then they Liberate Me it? from Hell. So Ariel, the whole soundtrack was was made from the ground up. Hmm. Well, I mean, I'm sure they had to pay some kind of fucking royalties and maybe maybe remixing it made it so they didn't have to pay that since they already had to buy Gurren Lagann back from them. Maybe they didn't have enough money or some shit. Who knows? Maybe. Well, they bought Gurren Lagann and um, um, Panty, Stockton, and Gardebelt. Yeah, right. Maybe we should do a review on that one next. <laughs> I mean, I'm down. That was a good show. I'd probably have to watch it again just because that was only 12. Was it 12 episodes or 26? Yeah, it was only like 12 episodes. It wasn't literally, it wasn't a lot. So we could watch it. Well, there that. was supposed to be a second season, but they canceled it. Well, hopefully now we'll and get I'm, the second season. Next thing, I, my theory is that's why they left Gynax. was because they were pissed and they said, yeah. fuck this. And they started to trigger. And now that they bought it back, they can fucking finally do the second season that they wanted that's to do. That's what I think they're going to that, That's why I thought they bought it. Yeah. My my bet was like, they th- they went into the negotiations. Hey, we want Gurren Log on. Expecting them to say no. To settle for that show, yeah. It's like we want, we want Gurren Lagann. Okay, here's the, here's our, here's our dollar value. What else you want? Because <laughs> here's, here's how much. Oh, 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 uh, the, what? A, um, uh, oh, you want more here? <laughs> they were probably like, oh, what about uh, Panty and Stocking? And they're like, you know what? We'll throw that in for free. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want our name associated with it anymore. <laughs> yeah, probably. What do you think about Gynex's logo? Where they try to make it like the Gurren Lagann? That was kind of cool. I mean, I will say that was kind of cool to see that. But um, back to what I was, what were we saying? <laughs> yeah, just, 
don't know. The music was because it's weird. It was hitting in the first one when we saw it last week. Yeah, I think this one they were trying to, like your wife likes to say. I think they were just trying to be extra. Yeah, I think they were. You're right. Maybe that's what it was. They were just trying to be extra and it just didn't quite hit. And again, this was also their chance to maybe change it up a little bit from maybe how they wanted to do it back 15 years ago when this movie first came out. Again, it's hard for us to say because we still haven't, we haven't seen the Japanese version in so long. It's been so long, man. We should have probably watched it before, but I didn't want to hey, ruin yeah. it. What? While we're on the subject, let's take a quick bio break. All right, let's take a quick bio what, what break? Bio break. All right, stand by. All right, we're back. So not that that was any time for you guys. You say that every fucking time. Because like it's, it's not. Because it's funny. It's not. It's not funny. It never has been funny. It's never going to be funny. I think it's always been fun. I think it's a timeless classic, actually. Ruben agrees with me. Says, says the guy that actually thinks Pootie Tang is a good movie. Hey, you shut your mouth. That's a fucking great movie. Pootie Tang! I'm not taking movie advice from a guy whose favorite movie is White Chicks. That's, first of all, that's not my favorite movie. Don't fucking insult me in that manner. <laughs> that's a terrible fucking movie. Pootie Tang, however, is not. Fuck, what's the name of that one movie? The Booty Call? Where they keep, they're trying to bang these chicks, but the chicks keep like, you don't know, you gotta go get this. And so they both go had to go to the store. And they keep coming back and forth and shit. Why are we talking about this? Uh, yeah, I don't know. This is the end of my podcast. Anyways, okay. So, back to Gurren Logan. Back to Gurren Logan. What the fuck were we talking about prior to stopping? We were talking about something. The music still. We're, we're still on the music. On the music. Yeah, I... I don't know. So, because Gurren Longer has a fucking awesome soundtrack. Every yeah. song that's on the soundtrack is fucking amazing, right? And the songs in the movie were amazing. It's just they weren't just they weren't used right. It felt off to me. I don't know. So they just didn't seem right. Again, I haven't seen this movie in a long time, but I've seen the series. I see the series at least once or twice every couple hours. True. <laughs> True story. Like it's actually like. Like this half, the um, it's full of the moments I always want to watch reactors react to uh-huh. is Keaton's death. It was Carmen's death. Uh, the battle for Teplin. Keaton's uh, death leading to the transformation of Super Galaxy Gurren Longon. Yeah. And the fucking final battle. Right. And the majority of those are the second half. And... I don't know. One of the things I I thought was a weird choice in the series, the majority of Team Gurren is fucking killed. Yeah, it's in true. the animated series. In the movie, it's only Keaton. Yeah, Keaton and Kamen are the only ones to die. Yeah. Like, I get it because they wanted to do the whole Tengen Topa and then whatever their mech is. Yeah. And then give it to all of them. So, which is cool and all that, but I don't know. It was a weird, it's, that was an impactful death. All of those, the guys were cool. They were like not known, but yeah, it was fucked up to see them die. And from all the reactions I've watched, they're like, yeah, like it leads up to it. And like, right. Yeah. Cause each one is a nail, a nail, a nail. And then fucking common is the hammer. Right. Yeah. And with this, I don't know. I get it why they did it. It just, it feels like it cheapens it a little bit. 
Yeah, I, I can see that. And I kind of feel that too a little bit. But that's why this, I mean, that's why the series will always be superior that's in what, some, in yeah, some I, ways I, I to the movie. Think, even movie. if I hated this movie, I wouldn't have cared because the movie's the movie. Right. It's, the show is always going to be what it was. Yeah. Nothing will change that. Yeah. Unless they, you know, remake it. Re- remake it or, well, I probably won't watch it. I would say a remake would probably be acceptable, but a reboot is not, is not, I don't think I can watch. I don't know if I'd watch that. I mean, I'd probably watch. Listen, we, what am I fucking talking about? I know I'm going to watch it. Whatever it is, I'm going to watch it. At least, if not just to fucking tear well, it apart. You know how much I fucking love Naruto? Mm-hmm. I still refuse to watch Boruto. Well, I don't know. I feel like that's different, though. That's not a redoing of the show. It's just the next thing, but it just happens to not be good. I think there's a chance. I think there is definitely a chance for Gurren Lagann more so than there is for Boruto. Boruto was always going to never probably be good just because it's it's the it's the wrestling thing. It's same old shit, same old shit, right? That, it's the same this, old shit that Naruto was. Not even that too. Like Kishimoto was even didn't even create it. Right, exactly. Whereas if if they do Gurren Lagann again, this is going to be the same, basically the same guys. It's going to be. But like the guy said it himself too. Like you couldn't you couldn't yeah, make this. He did. He said that at the beginning of the movie. Like he doesn't think he would have. They would have been able to make Gurren Lagann today and maybe that's what they're going to try to prove wrong by maybe doing it again or maybe they're going to leave it the fuck alone maybe that's why they bought it so that no one can fuck with it that reminds me Mm -hmm. just a quick note to everybody to all five people that listen to this oh there's more than that (laughs) i just i just have one simple request from everybody listening to this Uh uh-huh when you go see a movie oh my god please for the love of god Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Just just don't fucking talk. You know, it's I will say this. It is fucking infuriating because when I, I mean when Adam and I went to go see the Godzilla movie, same fucking problem. Those people were I don't know, more annoying, but this was annoying in the sense that I I want this is the, I want to see this on the big screen, right? I want to see this fucking movie. Just shut the fuck up. Quit sitting in the back, making little comments, making little things about <laughs> making little jokes. Yes, Yoko's titties flop around. Okay, that's fucking half the fucking that's half the movie. I don't need to hear you talking about it. The fact that we had to explain that her titties are part of the comedy of the series was, yeah. It, 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 but and then also. What was actually funny is while we were sitting in the theater, what are the fucking odds? There's a goddamn 4.5 earthquake that happened. Yeah, that was oh. and right, right when the explosions. It was, shit was right happening. when explosions and shit were happening, and I was like, "Wait a minute." What did Ruben say? It was. What'd you it, say? It, it said, yeah, I said, uh, "Did we purchase the 4D experience?" Yeah, that's. I was like, "Did we?" Because I, I, because the 4D experience was not anywhere really near near us, and I was like, "Shit, did we?" Did they fuck with us? Did they just do part of this movie in 4D? Is it now just kicking in? And then when it stopped, when the explosion stopped and we were still moving, I was like, oh, no, this this has got to be an earthquake. This is definitely an earthquake. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty close to us, too. So we got a good, like, shaking out of it for a good probably what? It was probably like a good 20 to 30 seconds, maybe even a little longer than that. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, hopefully this 
this eases off. As we were doing it, I was like, man, I hope this eases off because if it keeps going, we might have to get out of the fuck yeah, out of this were, building. Your, your eyes were locked on the exit. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh, we're going to get the fuck up out of here. This building will not collapse on us. So I was like, oh, man, we're going to cut off. Let's see. I was, I was literally, I started looking back at the people and I'm like, oh, let's see. I could take that guy. Oh, we're going to, we're going to fucking get, get ahead of this dude. Um, but yeah, that was actually funny that the fucking <laughs> the theater started shaking. But what was not funny is not shutting the fuck up. Yeah, that yeah. was not funny. That was not cool. It's like, it's just basic fucking theater etiquette. If I didn't have level three fucking diarrhea, I would have fucking said something. Oh, I yeah. I did not want to fight that guy with, the, with shit in my pants. Yeah, but you know, that's also kind of how you just by default win the fight is you shit yourself and no <laughs> one's going to want to fight you. Was it like the, was it the how to survive in the hood? thing yeah you just shit your pants no it was like these videos Uh and it goes how to survive in the hood and you're getting you're about to get into a fight with somebody way bigger than you so you just look him in the eyes you square up he's gonna square up on you and that's when you take your pants off and nobody wants to fight a naked guy yeah that is a true story (laughs) and yeah nobody also wants to fight a guy who just shit himself so and really if you wanted to be extra fucking make sure you win your car we rode back in your brand new car. I mean, you would have not worn pants and I would have hosed you down before getting in. But, you know, I mean, hey, you know, the bare ass on the on the leather heated seats would have felt real good, though. I'm sure. Maybe you would have got third degree burns also. But, you know, hey, yeah, whatever. Then what, my shit would have like merged with the leather No, no I just said I would have hosed you off. So you I would have literally hosed you down. Oh, motherfucker, if I'm if I'm palace, I'm I'm going <laughs> to I'm, I'm not holding them in. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. So if you. If you have no pants on because you shit said pants, if, if the diarrhea I, continues, if I am existing mm-hmm. without clothes on. I'm going ooga booga. So I you're just gonna, caveman. So then you would have had to. Have, well, wait. You probably wouldn't have been able to get an Uber home. So no, I'm broke. So you're definitely walking home then. <laughs> you wouldn't do that to me. I know. I would have left you there and then gone to Walmart and got your pants and then came back and then said, "All right, put these on for the ride home," and then maybe a couple towels. And then laid them down on the seat. But anyway, uh, so what do you what do you think the future holds for Gurren Lagann? What is your what is your realistic? I hope he was right that this is the end. I Gurren Lagann ended perfectly. It's yeah done. It's good. In the first movie, the first lines that Simon says, they're in a battleship. They're getting their asses handed to him. Everyone, everything in everything in the sky is shooting at them. Yeah. His line. So all the lights in the skies are enemies. Is the first line Simo says in the series. And the final line. All the lights, all the lights in the skies are stars because there are no more enemies. Yeah. I mean, there's it's poetic. It, it doesn't need anything more. True. Oh, but I want to know how the media went. Who gives a shit? It went fine. Just assume oh, it went fine. What's, what's the entire galaxy going to do against, oh, we don't like the way you guys operate. Okay, we're the ones that ended the anti-spirals. Do something. Yeah, they're basically the American military industrial complex on crack. So who else has anything anywhere near to that? They literally defeated God. So what are you going to What do you got? You couldn't defeat God. Now they have become the new God. <laughs> So and again, like, I love that whole fact, like, the anti-spirals, like, so Lord Genome, yeah, then the anti-spirals, assholes, piece of shit, 
villains. Correct. So not as bad as Rossio. Correct. But at the end of the day, they I said this in the last part, they weren't wrong in their in the reasoning and why they were doing what right. they did. True. How they did it was wrong. Yeah. But so the anti-spiral showed Lodronome, hey, this is the end. This is what having spiral power is going to lead to. Uncontrolled evolution. Uncontrolled power that's going to collapse into a black hole and destroy all life. Right. And so he convinces him to turn on his own team and keep humans. He didn't eradicate humans. He just kept them underground so they couldn't develop spiral power. And created a race of non-humans to enforce it. Enforced it, but they wouldn't count towards the count because, because they, they didn't have spiral power. power. Yeah, and so that was their answer to the what they call the spiral scourge. Yeah, the spiral nemesis or some shit like that. Some shit like that. Yeah, um, that was their answer, and then they even said it in the final battle. That's your limitation, right? Not ours. That's your limitation. True. And Simone's answer to that was to step aside. Yeah. He was the all-powerful being in all of existence at that point. Correct. And he went, he just disappeared. Because like he said, he dug his tunnels. Now it's time for someone else to walk through them. Yeah. And then what he does, he gives it, he gives his leadership position over to Rossiu. For some fucking dumb reason, because he's a fucking idiot. And then he gives the fucking uh, the cordial. cordial to Gimme, and hands Gurnlongen over to them. Yeah, I do like that. In the movie, he at the wedding, he he is having a little goodbye moment with Logon because he already knew what was what yeah. he was gonna do. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I gotta give it up though, like. A lot of the voices were weird for me because it's 15 years away later. Right, yeah. And like the one voice actor I always fucking loved from the English cast was the anti-spiral. Yeah. Like in the in the English cast, in the English version of the show, when he's doing that whole big bang attack. Yeah. He's doing his Vegeta move. Um where he says, Now oh, blah, 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 blah. now burn. Burn in the everlasting flame of the hell flame of creation. The way he said in the English version was so like he was anger, but in control. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know how you, the best way, that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know how you portray that with a voice. Yeah. And it's magic. Yeah. In this version, he's not, I don't want to say he, he did a bad job, but it wasn't the same. Because, again, it's 15 years difference. Yeah, and also... It's a very hard voice. Well, it is. And then also, the technology to record these things is different now, 15 yeah. years later. So, they, they I feel like... Um, what's her name? Yoko's voice? Uh-huh. Was it weird. was the same lady. But it was weird. But it sounded different. It sounded you, like but, someone trying to do Yoko's voice. You know what You know saying? who it worked for? You know who having all this time and the new technology really worked for? Was fucking Nia's voice actress? Oh yeah, no that that actually was superior. Yeah, than to the series for sure. Her her level of voice acting. Like was I like, mentioned, oh, man, the first part, like as a child, she, I don't know if this was just inex- 
uh, not inexperienced is the wrong word. Um, like she, her adult voice was coming in a lot. Yeah, as a child, in her child actress voice. Yeah, but then in the adult version, it was fucking all of it was just fucking gold. The switch between Nia to the anti spiral back to Nia's. Like, oh yeah. It was good. It was good. Except for the sex moments. Those were fucking... That, that was weird. That was a little fishy. Yeah. I, I agree. A little sketchy. You all right there, buddy? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Anyways, so Ruben, what would you what would you rate the second movie? Because I don't think we got that out of you. What would you rate the second movie? Uh, I'd say nine. Nine? All right. So does seeing the two movies want you... Or does that make you want to watch the series now? Yes, it does. Okay. So I think what we need to do is I think your new, your next homework is to watch the actual series. And then we can come back and get a... Uh, a trifecta review. Yeah. So that way you can truly... As we are the ones that saw the series, then the movie. You, you'll be the one that saw the, the movies, then the series. Right. Yeah. So that'll be an interesting you know dynamic to see how you like that or enjoy it yeah so now so until this movie came out in 2009 yeah the biggest thing in anime was Tang and Tobago and Lagan from the series and then the movie came out and then it was super Tang and Tobago and Lagan yeah. so Tang and Tobago and Lagan is as you saw he's fucking huge he was literally using galaxies as ninja stars uh, they're so they are so big that you can't measure them by dis by distance anymore. Like you can't measure them by feet or yards or anything like that because they're so goddamn fucking big. The only way you can measure them is by how long it'll take you to travel from their foot to the head. And for taking Tobago Longan, it was one hundred thousand light years. <laughs> so traveling at the speed of light, it will take you one hundred thousand light years, hundred thousand years, years to get from the toe to the head. Yeah. And then Super Tegan Topa, we tried calculating it, and the calculator went to error. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's no way to calculate it. It's, it's it's infinite, essentially, almost. Yeah. So, and there's, I don't think there's anything in anime in the future that could believably be larger than yeah. that. I think that this is the peak. This is, I think Girl Long is the only way, because the structure of the show is based off of just surpassing everything beforehand. Yeah. So bigger, 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 bigger. Right, yeah. So it always portrayed it to be plausible. Yeah, exactly. So I I think that that's the only way that you get there. Yeah. That's the only way you do it. So, so what, would you, what would you say for the rating? I, I I think for sure it's it's probably like an eight and a half, I think. I split the middle between you two. You gave it an eight. He gave it a nine. I think an eight and a half is probably the. What do you think it was rating for the other one? Oh, the other one, yeah, straight up. I honestly fucking probably ten out of ten. That the first one. Well, the English version. I think they did a pretty fucking good job. So you say the first the movie the first movie was on par with the show? Yeah, definitely. It was close. It was like nine maybe nine point five, I would say is probably more accurate. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking it's it was it was good. There was a couple things with the pacing that were weird, but obviously it's understandable. It's understandable. And I think they did a good job, but it just it was it was pretty it was it was as close to a ten that you could get. Like this second movie probably would have been the closest to a ten for me. Yeah. If it wasn't for the fucking music. Yeah. Because the music is so fucking 
iconic and stuff. It's just, I don't know, man. It's like when it be, it's like those moments when music hits the public domain and people start playing oh, with it. Yeah, it just hurts. Yeah, that's true. Just like we're we're getting all that Mickey Mouse shit now. Oh yeah, I know. Or sorry, Steamboat Willie. Yeah, true. True story. Well, I just found out that the the original creation, the original Batman and Superman are about to enter public domain. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So you can't use their current designs. But but you could use their original designs. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Yeah. All right. What do you feel about that? Does stuff like that stay out of the public domain if it's something you create yourself? Eh. I don't know. Because... That's kind of the whole point of public domain is to make it so that eventually it can be accessed by everyone, like your creation. Mm-hmm. Granted, you'll likely be dead by the time. I mean, look like Walt Disney's dead. Well, remember he? They had a fucking. Uh, they had to pull their their um, <coughs> their connections to make that to to extend. Right. Yeah. To copyright. extend it. So I don't know. I think I think everything. She's not down there yet. Oh she's, no, she's, she's still up there. Oh whatever, it's not gonna kill her. <laughs> well, careful, it's stuck on the on the thing. There you go. Anyway, um, all right. Well, did you have anything else uh, you want to talk about? No, no. Pretty good, guy. Ruben, you got anything? Uh, no, I'm good. Ruben's good. All right. Well. <laughs> I keep getting trying. This thing keeps trying to get me. Get me to deep throat it. Yeah, it's revenge for when you were doing it to me. So, but that was funny when I did it. Oh, this is funny when it's doing it. No, yeah, it's hilarious. I think it's so funny. Anyways, all right. Well, uh, do you want to end us on the episode or no? All right. Well, anyways, uh, that'll be the end of it for us. So, thank you guys for listening. You know, go uh, to all of our shit and follow us. And hopefully, we will be seeing more of uh, Ruben in the future. Oh, God damn it! <laughs> there he goes, trying to make me deep throat the mic. So, anyways, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you on the next one. Bye.